You are now tuned in to your weekly Bible training series filled with adventure, answers, and revelation. Not for entertainment, but for illumination of the Spirit. Take notes and ask questions with your host, The Remnant. Society has built people in a way that me, 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 and I, I, I have become second nature. It has become that way or no way. And if I could put it frankly, it stinks in the nostrils of God. So on today, let's discuss methods to rid ourselves from being down a path that will end in destruction. And I will jump right in. There are several signs of selfishness that are revealed to warn you that you are in danger of traveling this path. So let's explore. Number one, if your opinion is the only one that matters. Number two, if your ideas should mean more to people than their own. Number three, if you're offended when you don't get what you want when you want it. Number four, if you don't want to see others succeed. And number five, if you can never get enough of something. You know, I have saw time and time again how people will expect you to stop doing your own work to help them with theirs. This is not just in the corporate arena, but with the saints as well. Listen, there is no shortcuts to getting where God wants you to be. There's a purpose for you going through your set trials and tests. God is trying to get out of you those things that are not like him. He's pruning you so that you will bear good fruit and your fruit will last. What you go through is in alignment with what you're called to do and what someone else goes through is for them. Nobody is going to go through their own situations, fight like hell, and then fork over their reward to you. And if you desire for them to do so, then that is a clear indication that you are a very selfish individual. Now, some of you may be saying, well, that's not me, when indeed it is. So let's take a closer look at several scriptures that will help reveal if you are in that boat. Remember, I am only here to help. Philippians 2, 3 and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. 1 Corinthians 10, 24. We should stop looking out for our own interests and instead focus on the people living and breathing around us. 1 Corinthians 9, 22. To the weak, I became weak. This is Paul talking. To the weak, I became weak to win the weak. I have become all things to all men so that by all possible means, I might save some. Philippians 2, 20 and 21. I have no one else like Timothy, Paul's talking once again, who genuinely cares about your welfare. All the others care only for themselves and not for what matters to Jesus Christ. Are you that individual? Do you honestly care about other people or is it all about you? First Corinthians 10, 33. 
I too try to please everyone in everything I do. I don't just do what is best for me. I do what is best for others so that many may be saved. Proverbs 18 and 1. Whoever pulls away from others to focus solely on his own desires disregards any sense of sound judgment. Romans 8 and 5. For those of you who are according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who are according to the spirit the things of the spirit. Second Timothy three, one through two, but realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come for men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy. Sounds familiar? Judges 21 through 25, 21 and 25. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Philippians 1.17 The former proclaimed Christ out of selfish ambition, rather than from pure motives, thinking to cause me distress in my imprisonment. Matthew 23.25 What sorrow awaits you teachers of religious law and you Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are filthy and full of greed and self-indulgence. Now, if you indeed found yourself acting in any of these ways and you still believe that this is just who you are, uh, your character, or as some use as their go-to phrase, the way God made you, then allow me to pull the slack out that cord that you are about to hang yourself with. Let's look at James 3, 14, 15. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. This wisdom is not that which comes from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. When you act selfishly, you are not like how God made you. You are acting how the world made you. You are reacting or designating things based on your past experiences in life. And trust me, I understand. You may have been hurt before and feel like you must do all things as a defense mechanism in order to not get hurt again. But you cannot continue to go on treating people any kind of way, pouting when you don't get your way, nor thinking everything is supposed to be your way or the highway. Stop hiding when you're hurt and covering up your pain when you need help. Stop acting brave when you're scared and using someone else's testimony to try and help you through what God is teaching you. And for heaven's sakes, stop trying to impress others which is the main reason people are selfish. It is my prayer that you will take the things I have shared this evening into consideration so that you will remain in the grace of God. The Lord resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. I hope something has been said that will encourage you to do better with coming out of a mode of selfishness so that the body of Christ will eventually get where it needs to be united. Until we speak again, it's your girl, the remnant. God bless.